0: what's up, boy hey man i'm glad y'all won yesterday so we can get bum ass jason garrett out of dallas it was the nah. only time i've ever been happy to see philadelphia win anything
1: nah keep him one more year good brother
0: no 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 fuck that <laughs> get that man
1: an extension
0: Fuck <laughs> well, no jerry probably would though just to keep a yes man on his staff i heard who was it today uh What's my man named? Dan Ablos- uh what? I can't even say his last name. Yeah, I, kn- uh, I know who you're talking about,
1: but yeah. Orlovsky. Yeah. Orlovsky, thank Former you. backup quarterback. Yo, my man straight said that uh, they should hire Whitten or he didn't say they should, but he said, like, Witten would be someone that they, they could look at. And I was just like, oh, please do that. Witten Wh- was <laughs>
2: mad funny yesterday on the sidelines. Once, uh, once the Eagles, like, kind of locked it up, he just went and started shaking everybody's hand. Like, it was... <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that video, but he's, like, on the sideline, like, shaking everybody's hand. Like, all right, thanks. Thank you. Thanks, man. I'll see you guys later. Like, he's definitely retiring again. It was hilarious. <laughs> that
0: man with, like,
1: I'm good, love, and joy. For real, <laughs> bro.
2: He was shaking everybody's hand individually.
0: That man left a cushy ass analyst job with ESPN calling Monday Night Football to come back to go eight and eight. It's like whatever his career record was. He wasn't that good was, though. No, nah, he oh. wasn't. He's trash. What, whatever he actually... his career record was beforehand, like his percentage didn't increase. He went eight and eight. Like <sighs> I Tell do... him Tell him come back one more year, go eight and eight again. Man, you know what? You can kiss my ass, dog. I'm sick and tired of this shit. Oh, you, be, <laughs> you the, been sick. You've been sick and tired. since, like Justin, get out, man. get
3: out of that abusive relationship, man. <laughs> I can't.
0: You don't. You don't know them like I do. All right. <laughs> I no. I
3: was with them for twenty years. I know. I left. You, I slid, bro. I, I couldn't do it no more. And even the team that I left for didn't even make the off. So, you know, it's it's all good. I went to. You know, I got a chance to see them live. No, they it, did. At least what you got you the Rams. They cool. You got the Rams in L.A. Yeah, like, I mean, I, it was rightfully so to be rooting for an L.A. team anyway, though. Yeah, no, nah, I ain't mad at that, because I'm
0: damn sure I'm not pulling for Washington.
3: I don't care if I live in D.C. Nah, or not. I ain't doing the, that. The Washington the Washington racists is crazy. Yeah, the Washington racial
0: slurs. That No, no, no.
3: Welcome back to Black Opinions Matters, motherfucker. I'm your host, <laughs> Black Trey. Uh, I'm joined by John Gervais, Rob Lopez on the ones and twos, And we have our special guest, Justin Tinsley. What's going on, Justin?
0: Hey, what's going on, brothers? Pleasure to be back here. I guess last show of the decade, right?
3: This is the last show of the decade. And if you guys have been tuning in, we have been talking nothing but music. And obviously, music is such a vital, important part of our daily lives. You know, it was great to have Justin on as our uh, specialist and could tap in with, uh, Without the old hair reviews from Jerv <laughs> 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 don't, don't,
1: don't be an agent show.
3: I, I did
2: want to say though as we, as we are closing out here and, and it's about what like a year year and some change Now that I'm producing the show I did want to informally award Justin Tinsley As our bomb guest of the year Would you guys oh, agree oh. I mean, He's coming clutch for us He's made, he's yeah, made not mad. hot
0: tags Coming in eh. randomly for 15-20 eh. minutes It's always one hater in the group
2: <laughs> no, nah, I just I just wanted to say as a producer, Tins, I appreciate it. You know, you you've been uh you've been gracious with your time with us, and and uh, you know, your insights always valued. So I appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. I'm happy we can uh, get this last episode with you on it.
0: Hey, man y'all y'all like family, man. For real, like I, I I love you know coming on this podcast. This is like one of the few podcasts where I feel like I can really you know what I mean just relax and just you know you know excuse my language shoot the shit. You know, it it just feels like I'm with family. So uh, anytime I'm on this show, man, it's always love. So the feeling is definitely
3: mutual. Well, Justin, welcome back. And speaking of back, we're going to talk about comebacks. Now, uh, for Comebacks of the Decade, we have uh, a couple uh, nominees and everyone's going to give their vote. And then we're going to agree or disagree. So for first best comeback, we have Nas, we have Jay-Z, we have A Tribe Called Quest, we have Missy Elliott, we have Gucci Mane, we have Jeezy, we have De La Soul, and then we also can cast an other vote. So Justin, I'm going to start with you.
0: You know, this was one of the, I guess, uh, one of the categories where I kind of went back and forth on an answer, but uh, my final answer would be uh, Gucci Mane. And not to say that he had the best music out of all the all these uh people on this list, but I feel like in terms of where his life was and where his career was headed, I I feel his I feel his life is in, in in his career were in the most dire straits out of anybody on this list. You know, I feel like you could look at Jay-Z and say 444, which I believe is one of the best albums of his career. And it, it was definitely a strong album considering the four-year layoff that he had between that and Magna Carta. Uh, but either, I mean, either way, like even if Jay never came out with 444, that's still, uh, a large contingent of the hip hop, hip hop community and pop culture at large that would still consider him the greatest rapper of all time. So I, I, you know, I, I just, my vote goes to Gucci, man, just considering where his life was before and how he's really turned his life around since he got out of prison. Uh, I believe it was about three or four years ago. Uh, Jerv, who are you voting for? You
1: know, I always got to preference it by saying I know everybody just thinks i will vote for big homie uh, just on the strength. And I was sitting there trying to think since it's the decade, I was trying to think what uh, what he's dropped during this decade. Other than 444 and then hit me with the Magna Carter. Uh, shout out to Amin for not being here because he would roast me because I fooled with Magna Carter, um, but I can't give it to him. Uh, Nas did come back kind of strong. Uh, Life is good was a yeah. fucking amazing album, mm-hmm. um, but then he kind of had—I'm not gonna call him duds—but he had that weird album with Kanye that, that that just didn't live up to the hype and that lost tapes too. Uh, you know, uh, it, it was cool. Um, so I think—I mean, I got—I got to echo what Ten said, man. Like I ain't really the biggest Gucci fan, but um, considering where he was at. Considering the moves he's made, and there's a large, uh, large population that really, really fools with Gucci and feels like Gucci is, in my opinion, better than what he actually is. But um, the, the fact, I mean, I, no one else on this list, Jeezy, Jeezy's my guy, but nah, that church album he put out was trash. Mm-hmm. So I, I probably got to go with, uh, with Gucci on this one, man. Just by, by default, I want to give it the whole, if I really do, <laughs> but I can't. I just can't give it to him, so uh, I'm going to go with Gucci on this one.
3: Okay, and Rob, who do you have as comeback of the decade? The, the the rap
2: snob in me wants me to say Tribe, right? Like, I mean, you know, they came out, dropped that dope album, Rest In Peace, Fife. Obviously, that, that was a great, great, great comeback from them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to go along with the guys as Gucci. I mean, just everything from 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 where he was. And, and And it's not like he came out and put out, like, trash music. You know what I mean? Like, it, it'd be different, like like Jerv was saying, what Nas is, you know, he had a strong album, but then he had some other kind of duds, and, and Jay's Magna Carta, Holy Grail, it's up to interpretation, but he also did have, you know, Watch the Throne, um, which was early in the decade, and 444, which are, or, which are great, but... You know, I, I also and we could kind of transition to this too, Trey. As you as you uh, give your your opinion, I also thought Jay Z was kind of most disappointing. And and I talked on this uh, a couple weeks ago. It's just like it's not the same Jay Z that you know we got used to. Which is fine. I mean, you know, people people grow and and develop new styles, new flows all the time. You know, if you listen to Drake, who just did the Rap Radar pack or Rap Radar, is that what it was? Rap Radar with Ellie yeah. Wilson? Mm-hmm. Rap Radar, He's He yeah. was talking about how, you know, people are always up his butt and, and complaining about like, oh, you biting this, you doing this, you biting this style and stuff, and, and Drake's just like what do you want me to just keep doing the same shit i mean you know like what's what's that that's not going to drive anything you know he knows and and it's the same thing with jay you know he knows what works and then he's like you know what i'm gonna try this out i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that um but yeah i mean i I just think on a personal and a professional standpoint i think it has to be gucci man and i think it's kind of um i think it's kind of too simple to kind of pick it i feel like i feel like somebody else should be in this but yeah i mean Gucci, gucci had a strong decade overall
3: yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, the unanimous Suite and say Gucci Mane as well. Uh, he is the greatest hip hop A uh, and R of our decade. He gave us Nicki Minaj. He gave us Young Thug. He gave us the Migos. Man, we can go Wait, down the Gu- line. Yes, Gu- Gucci gets credited with Nicki. Yes. Oh yeah, he was she, he was co-signing her before she was on Young Money. Oh, right. Like, so, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know what I mean? I, I don't even have to say too much, even about his music. I mean, I, I don't really listen to the latest Gucci, but um, I was all in early on. And I think that even if he dudded out in the last two years, it still uh, won't discredit, you know what I mean, the comeback of his hardships of going to prison and, you know, breaking his lean habit and becoming, a, you know, a, a, health, a health nut pretty much and um living his best life you know what i mean and being able to still <laughs> reap the benefits puff daddy style um with these artists' uh contracts that he signed you got some guys on some contracts on co- top of contracts on top of contracts
0: he really is the zone six barry gordy huh now that you mentioned it like that he he founded a lot of people waka flocka who obviously in recent years hasn't you know put out anything but i i I think a lot of people forget, especially at the turn of like this decade from like 09 into 2010, even in the 2011, like Waka Flocka was a huge star. Like Flocka Valley uh, is, is still one of my favorite like gym albums to this day. I mean, that, that song had like six, that album had like 16 songs on there. And I think like nine of them were singles, like bonafide singles too. Like And so Gucci's ear, and, and, and when I look at this category and Rob, um, you kind of you kind of alluded to it earlier. Like, if we're just talking like straight music, then yeah, I, I would I would give it to somebody like a Tribe Called Quest because what they released earlier this decade was a, a really really great project. But just in terms of of, of an overall comeback, yeah, I I I, I think the group. Um, granted, I made the decision as well, but I think the group made the 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 solid decision to pick Gucci. I, I don't I don't know if there's anybody else you you could pick when taking into account like in the booth and outside of the booth
2: do you guys let me ask you since we're on the topic of gucci he's a he's a he's a volume shooter uh it's safe to Mm -hmm. say uh do you guys like that do you guys like when dudes are putting out you know like five mixtapes albums a year mad singles and maybe like two three songs pop off or like are you guys more like let me wait like a kendrick type you know what i'm saying like once every two years or, or jay once every you know four or five years or whatever
1: well but, but Jay just got onto that once every four or five years thing, right? Like Jay used to drop every uh November, I think, or September or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh but you know, Rob, you know my answer, dude. I I'm I'm always for the bars. I I I respect uh quality over quantity. Um I think and I know Lil Wayne is you know, some people's greatest rapper, you know, whatever, whatever, but uh I think Wayne did a lot of cats a disservice. During that, during that summer or that not even summer whatever is that, whatever that that year or two span where he was just on everything, killing everything, had the Juels mixtapes, had this mixtape, you know what I mean, had all these different mixtapes. But the thing was, Wayne was giving you content. Wayne was killing stuff, you know what I mean, I mean somebody said he shot his load and he just he poured out everything he had in his arsenal during that time. So um, I think a lot of people now see that. A lot of these artists now see that. And they do it, right? Like they just want to stay relevant. And I get why you want to stay relevant, but for me, I'd rather you put out less work and just have it be quality work than than put out something every couple weeks or every couple months or whatever the case may be. And it just and some of it just be not even hit or miss. Some
0: of it is just a flat out miss. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I'm the same way too. Uh I I would prefer quality over quantity. I think that's that should be the case in, in in most aspects of life. Uh, but you know, just some, some artists, you know, I guess, I guess it just works for them. You know, I, I remember there was a point in time in like, like the late two thousands before the turn of the decade, like Gucci released like some exorbitant, uh, exorbitant amount of mixtapes in like 2008, 2009, which are like six tapes in a year. And on with within those six tapes, there was a lot of bangers, but you know, you had to sift through a lot of music to get to those bangers. But I think that was just more so, you know, Jerv just mentioned Lil Wayne. Now, granted, not everybody can do what Wayne did. But I think Gucci tapped into tapped into a sweet spot because, one, his story, and, you know, this this is par for the course of hip hop. You can say it's a good thing. You can say it's a bad thing. And I guess the answer is somewhere in the middle. But I think Gucci's story was so believable that, you know, even the stuff that he talked about in his music, it kind of felt like, okay, well, I mean, he's releasing a lot of this stuff, but it, it it's also, you know, this is his life. And it wasn't just him rapping on stuff. It would be OJ the Juice Man on certain things. It would be Nikki on certain things. It would be Waka on certain things. And like, you know, uh, Trey was alluding to it as well. You got, you had Migos, you had Chief Keefe, you had uh, Waka, whoever the case may be. Like if, in Gucci's case, he dropped a lot of music, but he also kind of differentiated the sound in the case because it wasn't always him. He was always introducing a new sound, even if it sounded like him, but it was a new voice. And I think that's what allowed Gucci to tap into a lot of different things. And uh, that, that's, that's why it worked for him, but it does not work for everybody else. And me personally, I, I much rather prefer like, hey, you know, I'm... It's like with Kendrick. Kendrick hadn't released uh, an official solo album. Granny, he did the Black Panther soundtrack, but he hadn't done an official solo album since damn, and I think that was twenty seventeen. And here it is. It's about to be twenty twenty. But I'm fine with waiting because I understand that if you if you can deliver quality constantly, it, it definitely supersedes quantity. If that makes sense.
3: All right. So someone mentioned. I think it was Justin that mentioned Little Wayne. He is a part of our most Disappointing, so I'm going to read off uh, Our nominees for that Most disappointed of the decade We have Nas We have Fabulous We have Jadakiss, we have Eminem We have Lil Wayne, and we have Jay-Z Jerry, I'm going to start With you, who was the most Disappointing of those nominees uh, Of the decade
1: Damn, the decade That's tough Um. mm. When did Wayne come home?
0: 2010, like late 2010. All right, then. But I, I think, I mean,
1: you know me, Trey. This, the fab that's on this list, that's not my fab. He's been dis- disappointed for some years. Hov dropped 444, so it can't be him. Now had said life is good, so it can't be him. Uh, I might be the biggest Kiss fan on this pod, but um, Kiss hasn't been Kiss for some years. I think it's got. I'm not even gonna get an Eminem. You know what I mean? Because I don't want Jade just to come out of nowhere and attack me for <laughs> disrespecting Eminem. Um, everybody knows how I feel about him. Uh, it's got to be Wayne, man. Like to me, uh, I, I you know I don't promote uh, drug usage. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not not these pills. Not not Lady Heron. None of this stuff that these kids is out here doing. Wayne Wayne had a whole. He, he sparked a whole genre of rap where these youngins is doing this and doing that. Um, but unfortunately, and I, I don't mean this to be funny, but like like Wayne kinda of needs that shit to be thorough, it seems like to me, right? Like to me, Wayne has been trash since he's came home. And um one of my one of my uh one of so I forget who was that tweeted this out on Twitter. out uh, then that doesn't even, uh, I sent a roll, tweeted this out on Twitter. So I wanted to put this on Twitter, um, uh, right when the Maybach music John got leaked, and uh, Wayne came out with his verse, and then he took push John off. Um, I think it was, uh I think it was Corey, um, Jeff, Jazzy Jeff's son. I think he tweeted out something saying, um "Like, yo, it, it's sad when you realize that your favorite rapper is washed." Like, I feel like Wayne's washed, dude. Like, I mean, Trey, I know you, you, you might get me with a couple of things that he might have had over the year. Over, over the last over the last couple of years, you know, what I'm saying, you know, we just want to agree to disagree on them joints. But to me, Wayne's been trash since he's come home, bruh. And I mean, by far, he's the most disappointing person because, like, I, I was I remember seeing Wayne at um, I think it was the Hov and Mary J. Blige show in New York. Me and my homies traveled up there to see that joint. And it was the day before Wayne went home and and, and Big Homie brought him out on stage. And, you know, homies and I, we we took the mega bus up and on the way back, we had a conversation. My man strictly said, yo, Wayne is the next greatest thing in hip hop. Like he is him. It's all about him now. And at that point in time, Wayne was killing it. Right. He goes to jail, comes home and damn, like, if that nigga, if he didn't sound like some, if he would, it didn't seem like a homie that just came home and was still like still stuck in the '80s, you know what I mean? Like you know how your homie comes home from jail and he's living in whatever decade that he went away, you know, for rightful reasons. It seemed like Wayne's flow, like just, I don't know. It, it, it just seems washed. His protege outpassed him. I mean, all his proteges outpassed him. You know what I mean? And, and, and shout out to him for getting that money. But Wayne has not been nice to me since he's going to jail. Literally. I I I don't even I I'm I'm on some what what did uh 50 say? What's the last uh Cameron joint you liked anyway? What's the last Wayne joint you liked anyway? I can't remember the last Wayne album, last Wayne song that I really was on, other than that the uh the intro he had on uh not the intro, the, the, the Swiss Beats track that he had on the Swiss Beats album, not the shit that he did for his album. But the verse he had on the Swiss Beats album was actually all right. Other than that, I can't tell you one thing I like for Wayne this decade, I think.
3: Well, damn, Jerv. Hashtag damn. not my Wayne. Okay. <laughs> uh...
2: <laughs> Let me ask you this, though. Does, does the recent Jay-Z NFL stuff – because that's part of the reason why I put him there. Because if you want to talk Gucci and his, I guess you could say, off-the-court <laughs> um, recovery comeback – you know jay jay's jay's moving kind of weird with the nfl stuff does did that did you even factor that in all at all for you
1: no i mean with the whole stuff man it's still like, really I mean, recent
2: to be fair you know in recent. the grand scheme of the decade
1: and i mean not not to go off on a, a real tangent i know that twitter and the I mean, Times, you might even have something on this um I still got to see how this plays out. I think that I, I really thought that he had something up his sleeve. I really thought that the whole cap getting the workout, even though I knew it was bullshit, I thought one thing, and then when Cap gave his speech, I felt a different way. So I, I, I really don't know what to feel about Hove with the NFL, to be honest with you. Um, it's kind of like when your parents get divorced and you, you don't want to choose sides. Like, I'm right there with it right now. Like, I don't want to choose sides. I know the NFL is bullshit. I mean, I still wise go birds. But you know what I mean Like I, I can't I, I can't judge him yet on that I still need I still gotta give that a little, little more time to, to play out And even if the, even if it doesn't play out the way I want it to play out I mean shit, Wayne's been that trash dude Like he, he's not it, it, Hope whole had hits Over this decade Wayne had nothing over this decade Other than uh, getting his money from Baby Which shout out to him for Alright Justin, you
3: still up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All my right. man, my man was long winded today. So no, you know. no, no, no. That, that honestly, like, I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not going to name the same person that Jerv did, but I mean, he 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 gave he gave a compelling argument. I mean, I think anybody who's a Wayne fan and who really like came to like love Lil Wayne, not even just in the old school, like early cash money days with the hot boys and 500 degrees and all that type of stuff. Like, yeah, Wayne, this decade, it, it, it's been hard to watch at times. And some of the times it's been out of his control because of the whole label situation. Uh, but if I have, if I have to name a name and it sucks because he dropped, he dropped a hot album, but for me that, that after that, I, I, I wasn't intrigued by anything that he did. And the answer is not the answer is not it's like life is good. is a damn good album. I, I can't, I can't deny that, but everything after that, because that, there was, there was, I think there was the four year gap in between albums. And it was that, you know, if people were saying the next Nas album was done over the course of years. I think Cal was saying it for a while. Nas was teasing it for a little bit. And then, you know, when you have, a Nas album that's going to be executively produced by somebody like Kanye West, e- even if it is Kanye in 20, 2018 or whenever that was, uh, you, you expect you expect it to be something, something that sticks to the ribs. And like honestly, I listened to that album, I listened to the album three or four times. Not because I wanted to listen three or four times, but I listened because I was like, all right, something is going to stick, something is going to stick, and nothing stuck out to me. And then on the lost tapes too. You know something stuck out to me. So like, if if Nas is, is pretty much considered like universally a top five rapper of all time, this decade did nothing to bolster that. Yes, he had he had a good first quarter, but after that first quarter, like he dropped twenty in the first quarter and then finished with twenty six for the game. You know what I mean? At least at least it, it, with Wayne, I could be like, all right, well, yeah, his musical output, at least in terms of his albums. I was not a fan of the Carter four that I'm not a human being too came and went. Uh, I, I did like Carter five because I felt like it, if you listen to the theme of the album, it was a redemption album. But at the end of the day, if we're, if we're, if we're talking about music, like we talk about sports, like that, that, that Lil Wayne has the biggest assist of the decade. And that's, and that's Drake. You can hear the way Drake talked about Lil Wayne in the rap radar interview. He has a lifelong, like eternal loyalty to this man. Because he saw what he did in in the two thousands, and obviously it didn't work for him in the twenty tens. Because you know life was life was just different for Wayne at that point in terms of you know the the scene. He was only gone for a couple of months. I think he went in in early twenty ten and he got out by late twenty ten. But, but by the time he got out, Drake had already dropped Thank Me Later. He was like this. He was a bigger superstar than what he was before he went in. But I will give Wayne that credit of having like the biggest assist of the decade because. That assist turned out to be at least just looking from the the, the 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 numbers and the stats, it's the biggest artist in a decade. Like I I don't know what 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 is Nas giving us again, Life is Good is it was a really good album, but I just don't think he's he's given anything that warrants like that that top five status this decade.
3: Y'all are shoveling dirt on Dwayne Michael Carter. It should be Eminem.
0: Are you well, kidding me right okay.
3: now? No, listen. That that from that freestyle at the awards and that bullshit-ass parking structure to those two albums that really were bad, to his bad features, I wish he would go away. And I'm at the point, I'm shocked that y'all are not rolling with Lil Wayne. Carter V was finished in, what, 2014 and still was still playable in this era. So... And like you said, you know Wayne has some solid features, but he hasn't worked on anything new for him to even be considered or catch the slander like he should. He's had great features with Tyler the Creator. He's had great features with Swiss Beats and anybody else that he's hopped on a track with. He hasn't got washed yet, so I'm I'm curious. I'm, well, he I just got, got washed
0: on that Rick Ross track, but they took, took push verse off. But I mean, I got you. I mean. For me to be disappointed in Eminem means I had expectations for Eminem coming into the decade,
3: and I didn't. Nah, but I'm just saying in general. I mean, if that's Eminem, Eminem is goat to some people. Yes, fair enough. And that's if if you're if you are goat to some people, you need to bring it. Anytime Andre 3000 raps, I expect Andre 3000 to bring it. If not, stay out the booth. And for this guy to be one of the God MCs, he needs to bring it. He can't just take a lap just because he has a cult following and is gonna do numbers by default.
1: I mean, I, I in full disclosure, I did not consider uh, Wayne's assist with just like Nikki and Andre, you know what I mean? Because you can't discredit Nikki. Right. Also, I mean, I know I know Gucci, I mean I know y'all put me on Gucci is the, the founder. Um, but you know, like she, she was young money. Wayne took her from being what she was with Gucci to, you know, the biggest absolutely female hip hop act in the world for a couple, couple years. Right. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I am probably shitting on Wayne just a little too much, but I mean, at one yo, like <clears throat> Wayne was my guy for a little bit, dude. Like I really fucked with Wayne heavy. Um, I, the, I think the reason I, I didn't say M to be honest with you, Trey, you did make a good point. I didn't even realize M had one. I didn't even realize that M had two albums. Second of all, that 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 fucking freestyle. You're right. That I, everybody was hype, and I was just like, uh, did I miss something? You know what I mean. The so, only person that loved that was Jade. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I can't. I, I I guess I I guess I was just with tens. Like I I didn't have any expectations for for M. But I, I'm with you, like you're right, Trey. Like if you're supposed to be one of the the legendary dudes of hip hop, right? Like you you on some Mount Rushmore as hell. There are some people that that are delusional and think that you might be a top dude, the top dude ever, right? And so if you if you're in that status, you should probably have to bring it. But I guess I've just been checked out on M for yeah. so many so for so long now that like. I mean, shit, I, I, I don't even check for him. I still check for Wayne because I did fool Wayne for a little bit, and I do listen, and I go, damn, maybe this is it, right? Like, this yeah. this is the album. This is the verse. This is the – and it's just never there. So I guess for me, that's why he's more disappointing because I'm still holding on for hope, right? Like, Nas, like, Tenz, you said with Nas, like, I, I'm not the biggest Nas dude, right? I, I respect him. He's one of the greats. Greatest ever, you know what I mean. I mean it's no, it's no, no uh, question on which side I took when it was old versus Nas, right? So yeah. you know what I mean. So I, he started off great, but he he he's, he dwindled. I just don't think if we're just talking about the music, I don't think Wayne had anything that during the decade other than some features. And for a person that he dropped what, he had three, four albums come out this decade. And I understand, Trey. You saying Carter Five? Not even
2: including his mixtapes, too, Jerv. Like no ceilings yeah. and everything.
1: Like he's had a million things come out this decade. And Trey, I mean, I will give you it. Carter Five was, was written in 2014. That's dope that 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 it could still come out now. But to me, like, it's not a timeless album, right? Like, it, it, I, that's what's up. It was written in 14, but it, it sucked in in 19 when it
0: when it dropped, or 18 when it dropped. It probably would have sucked in 14 when it dropped too. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I won't change my answer. I'm still sticking with Nas, but you know, the, Trey. I mean, you you did allude to some. If I'm gonna sit here and be like, well, if Eminem is considered, if Nas is considered like this, you know, for the most part, this this, this goat that m- many people consider consider him to be, and which he is, uh, then I have to use that same type of grading scale for Eminem. Again, I honestly everything after I believe maybe what the Eminem show I really I, and, and maybe the album like right after that the one that had like toy soldiers on there I, I like I like that song but everything after that I just I, I just really wasn't checking for him I did like the uh recovery album I think I think that came out in, like oh nine but I, I really stopped checking for him a long time ago that's not to discredit what he is in terms of like his all-time lineage, but I just wasn't checking for him. So for me, I can't be disappointed in something that I didn't have expectations in going in, go going into the decade with. Now, granted, he had that big song with Rihanna at the, at the start of the decade was a "Love the Way You Lie," but uh, other than that, I think "Love the Way You Lie" may have been his his pinnacle moment of the decade, and I just didn't care. But I gotta I gotta grade everything on the same grading scale, or at least or, or or run the risk of being a hypocrite. So I hear what you're saying, but I'm still sticking with my answer with Nas, but you do bring up a valid point.
2: All right, Rob, round it out. Yeah, I mean, uh, I agree with what Trey's saying, actually. I think it's Eminem for not only one. You want to talk about somebody who's stuck in their ways. I mean, geez, dude, like, how many times are we going to get the same flow that you had in 98, number one? Number two, um, I don't remember a big song from him this decade. I just don't. He got washed by, um, what's his name, Machine Gun Kelly, uh, when they were going back and forth. Like, Machine Gun Kelly, complete. and I don't even like him like that, and he just completely... Eviscerated Eminem, which is crazy, and mm-hmm. three, you know, we could kind of, kind of bunch this into not only Eminem but Shady Records. I mean, what you want to talk about putting people on? What did he do with Slaughterhouse? You know, like what, what, like Slaughterhouse had a good album, but I mean, I mean, damn, he had he yeah. had four great rappers on under his label, and yeah. say what you want about Yellow Wolf. Yellow was kinda dope too. And he had him under his label too, and didn't really do anything with any of them. Um, I just think overall it was just a really bad decade for Eminem, somebody who's trying to cling to relevancy, which is sad, because you know he is he is I mean, if you if you just wanna consider his his prime stuff he is argued i mean top 10 easily um and he's kind of tarnished his reputation i think the last couple of years especially with the slaughterhouse stuff and, and shady records like look at everybody else built you know kanye with good music little wayne with young money i mean name your big jay-z rock nation name your big influential rapper and nine times out of ten they're putting somebody on let's see what he does with griselda i mean i, I hope i hope the best
0: no, it's, it's just crazy to, like, look at Eminem now and, like, you remember at the turn of the century, like, Eminem was the biggest artist in the world.
2: Like, he couldn't. Oh, dude, he was headlining TRL. He was number man, one Billboard. Easy.
0: Man, granted, 20 years is a long time. A lot could happen in 20 years. But, yeah, uh, again, y'all make valid points for Em. Again, I'm still sticking with my original choice, but I, I can't I can't say that y'all are wrong on anything that y'all have said on Eminem this far. I'm not going to fall in for Slaughterhouse just to piggyback on what you said, Rob,
1: only because I think Slaughterhouse is dope. But I think they have a, a very uh, specific market, a very specific following. And I think that they just it's for as dope as they are lyrically. They're not the cats that are going to that are going, they're not going to gonna blow. Right. They're not going to be mainstream artists. They don't have those type of songs. They don't have that type of flow. You know what I mean? Um, so I, 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 I mean I, I can't. I, I mean I know it's irrelevant, but I just can't, I can't fault him for slaughterhouse shit. Cat's been trying to pump Joe
2: Buttons for years. Well, still and though, Joe Buttons Joe Button was still like one of the biggest names in hip hop. You know, but nobody, just coming but nobody's been,
1: no one's ever been able to market Buttons the right way, right? Like nobody has. No matter where Buttons goes, he's still getting the same type of following. Always the five nine. Fucking uh um
2: what's my main name? Uh Joel yeah. Ortiz, yeah. 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 I, but yeah, I'm yeah, I'm like- faulting M for that though. I'm going to still fault him for that because look, you're, you're bringing on somebody that number one, you're believing in as a super group, right? Like th- this was touted as a super group, Royce, Joel, uh, uh, but it, uh, you, you know, this is a super group. This is supposed to be your headlining group here for your, for your, for your group. You know, you got the whole BET freestyle with all of them, which little Wayne actually, I mean, little Wayne, uh, Eminem was actually not bad on that one, but the rest of them, he was kind of garbage, but the one with, with uh, shady records was good. And he didn't do anything with them. I mean, like I, i get it that like you know it's really hard to market these kind of you know maybe rapidy rap or, or kind of grimy rap type dudes but at the same time you know you're eminem you know what i'm saying like you were rapping about you know sticking whatever a pickle up something you know what i'm saying like you made it happen doing some crazy shit you can't do it with these four dudes who are very good at what they do you got
3: beef with nick cannon yeah,
2: yeah and, like last shit right now up. like ugh. let's move on Trey. what do we got all
3: right the next thing that we got lastly is one album wonders Mm. one album wonders and and for clarification
2: here too like i know some people are going to be like oh what do you put out this and this and this i'm just really kind of honing in on that one big major project that kind of skyrocketed into the moon and for one reason or another we're not hearing from this this person
3: right now all right so we have take hey the race Designer, Panda, Bobby Shmurda, Hot Nigga, takashi 69 Gummo. Justin, start us off.
0: Oh, man. I believe, uh, for me, there's only one answer. It's Bobby Shmurda. I think uh, because it, had it not been, and it's wild because three of the four names you named in here all had like legal ramifications come back and haunt them. But in terms of who I enjoyed the most out of this list is definitely Schmirter. Like hot nigga in 2014, that was like you couldn't go anywhere without hearing that song. And that you I just saw I saw potential in Bobby Schmerder to, to really um breathe, not breathe life back into New York hip hop, but really just give them like a, a sound for the 2010s that you know, I really it, there. There have been artists before, and obviously, you know, with the whole Griselda click Now, at the end of the decade, that are kind of like restoring like that feeling. Like I, I believe Bobby Shmurda. Pop had Smoke that, too, is it's kind of like that right now. for yeah, New York pop, to your Pop party. Smoke, yep, yep. You're right. You're right. Yep, my apologies for for uh, omitting him. Uh, but I have to say, Bobby Shmurda, man, like because uh, it, that that song that is when I think about like the the biggest songs of the decade and maybe not just from like a billboard or or streaming perspective, but songs that really like permeated and like infiltrated the culture and really caused the moment like that, that is one song that did it. And I I do believe Bobby Shmurda had musical talent. I'm always still weirded out by that video of him performing in that room with all those like music executives. And and it just got a whole like minstrel stroke show type feeling, but uh, if I had if I had to pick one from that list, that the, my favorite one hit wonder, of course, I'm definitely going Bobby Schmurder man, and I, I don't know if he'll be able to revive his career. I I keep hearing, you know, he'll be getting out soon, but then again, you know, every every person is locked up, swear they're getting out, swear they're getting out soon. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know, but uh, I really do believe that was a career that was cut short that that could have been. And granted, it was you know partially his own doing as well. But I really believe he had something special with that with with his career that got cut short because you know he couldn't leave the streets alone.
3: Jerv, who I, is even, your, I know you don't even listen to. I,
0: this. I don't even know who Tay, Tay
1: K is, so I I can't vote for dude. I refuse to vote for Panda dude. You know, shout out to him for for making a fucking hook into a song, and I'm not I'm not even mentioning the Rat Boy. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm with you tens, Bobby Shmurda. Um, I was in, I went to, what's it called? Carabana and I'm mm-hmm. in Toronto. I Woo! was in Toronto when, 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 when that actually dropped. Well, I mean, the first time I ever heard it was at Carabana in Toronto, right? Like I was at one of the, I thought it might've been at LeBron's party or some shit like that. One of them, whoever had a party and I just saw it come on and everybody i'm when i tell you everybody in the shit was bouncing i mean the biggest dope dealers in the in the world were probably there just the way everybody was acting and they was all just grooving and you couldn't tell me that this young boy was not about to be it it's a sad story you know what i mean like i mean i know not trying to belittle what it was that happened but you know it sucks that it had to go down like that um, so I, I really did want to see where it was going to happen. I didn't, I don't, I don't know if he was about to be a star or anything like that, but I mean, shit, he had a chance. He had a sound and I mean, shit, he had what the youngins like. He had a sound and he had a dance, mm-hmm. Even though, even though it was Diddy's dance, but you know, young, young boys don't, don't, don't care. You know, just take our old shit. Like, like we did when I was young, we took all <laughs> my parents shit and made it into our shit and that's what they doing now. And that was love. You know what I mean? So for me, it's Bobby Schmurder. It's not even a question. Dude had a chance to be everything, and you know, unfortunate. Sh- you know, unfortunate things happen, and, and and made that not possible. But I I, I just refuse to vote for the other dude and designer. I mean, I don't, like I like I don't, don't want to hear that shit. So and I don't know who Take K is. So it's gotta be Bobby Schmurder for me.
3: I'm gonna go with Blockboy JB. And Mm. just because his dance just went crazy, like, you know what I mean? Like to a point where he got finessed by a video game company, like, you know what I mean? Like in one of the hottest songs of the decade with Drake, uh, when you think about it and yeah, I don't think we're going to hear too much from him again, but it was a fun time when that, uh, when that song rolled out. Yeah. I'm, I'm
2: rolling. I'm going to roll with Shmurda. To, to your guys' point And the craziest thing is Is that like This song If, if, you, if you If y'all if you got a, a chance At home Anybody listening Or even anybody on the panel Listen to Jalil Beats The making of this beat And this song was originally made for Lloyd Banks in 2012. Lloyd Banks had this beat and th- it just didn't hit. And there was something about Bobby. I think, it, it, obviously, I think it's the dance. I think it's, you know, throwing your hats up in the air. I mean, you know how many white people on golf courses were probably throwing their hats up in the air and doing whatever, like just like acting stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, this song was huge. This song was, I mean, New York. I, I hadn't seen New York like that since 50 Cent Dropped, I Get Money. And when – 07, whenever that was, 07, 08, when when I Get Money came out, I mean, New York was crazy. And 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 now Bobby Shmurda, when he does that, and now same thing, like I said before, with Pop Smoke and Welcome to the Party. Like, that song is, is huge in New York right now. But, yeah, Bobby Shmurda – and it was just, like, the one project, right? Because he came out with a couple other, like, singles and, like – but eventually put that song on an album –
3: hey I rob no love pop smoke yo he's good bro <laughs> he's good hey you, I, I really, could, hey, you really could run a pop smoke fan account pop smoke <laughs> like, pop smoke is next bro watch like he's, you he's and Waz really bang with pop smoke and that's like so funny but but i'm not mad at pop smoke because he's on uh cactus jack's new uh compilation and the Jack Boys and he he fit in pretty well. Yeah, what, what do you guys before we get out of here? What do you
2: guys think about that? I gave it a couple spins. I like it. Pop smoke, what it is. Jack Boys, the, oh, the Jack Boys, the Travis, oh, the Travis oh, yeah, Scott yeah. compilation.
0: Um, yeah, i i gave it I gave it a spin when it when it dropped the the other night. I think it dropped the same night as like the the Drake interview. So it kind of got like, you know, what I mean, pushed to the back burner because I mean, of course, anything Drake's on, he's going to get top billing uh i mean I, I like some it was seven songs I, I like some songs on there it didn't really move me like that um but again to be fair i gotta go back and listen i really got to give it like the gym listen i gotta give it the car listen i don't I I, I I hate i hate judging stuff based off how it sounds on like my computer speakers i, I won't give it that but as of right now and i and, and I, I stand uh i reserve the right to to change my my opinion on it but as of right now, it, it it didn't do anything for me. So
3: yeah, I mean, it's pretty much EP shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Travis is a part of. You know, he did one with you know Twenty One, he did Metro Boomin, he did one with Quave. Like just those those EPs. They're they they don't really have like long playtime, but they they give you a quick fix for a week or two, and uh-huh. I think that's what this serves as is a good a good a good uh, sample size until something else rolls out. Um, but also introducing the world to Don Tolliver, who's yeah. like one of my favorite new hot artists. Um, yeah. he was on Astral World, and you know he got some some loose tracks out here on the streaming platforms that I'm really rocking with right now. So. Um, you could take what you can take from it. I mean, obviously, like I said, we're much older, so Travis Scott didn't save our lives, like Kid Cudi saved his life. And we listened we're we're more well rounded in our music to just kind of go all in with that type of style of music. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure for the younger generation it's everything to them. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, I don't even know Pop's looking Kids, so my best. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally don't expect you to like even know any of these cats. That we just mentioned. twenty twenty, we're
2: putting Jervon on to new music in twenty twenty. just just, just, just te- text me music, bro, and I'll check it out.
3: Yeah, I, I I send it over, man. I feel like I'm I'm just like this whack ass A and R man that's just trying <laughs> to get like trying to convert niggas, but it's cool, bro. Like it's all good, man. Well, Justin, man, I know you got to get out of here, brother. We appreciate you, man. You know you are you know you are our favorite uh third cousin. Hey. on the pod, bro. Hey, man, it, the 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 pleasure is all mine. I
0: love talking about music. Love talking about sports, man. We uh, we've had some classic episodes uh, over the course of this decade, man, and I, I look forward to a ton more. And I'm, you know, I'm just happy. You know, I didn't have to cuss a mean out today. Wherever a mean is, I love you, bro. But I'm glad I didn't have to cuss you out on this on this podcast today because you know you always know how to get under my skin, but. Y'all, y'all have like the greatest podcast running, bro, man. And it's just an honor and a privilege to be, you know, a satellite figure with this family, man. Seriously. Two pounds man, overrated. Pr- appreciate uh, that big dog. Watch okay. your mouth. Watch your mouth. Whole head. <laughs> Here go. Watch your Here mouth. Whole go. Head.
3: <laughs> also, first off, I want to say happy belated to our guy, Jerv. You know what I'm saying? My man is almost 40. Uh, you know what I mean? Appreciate you. Appreciate you know, big dog. You know what I'm saying? We definitely got to show you, you know, shout you out on that. Uh, obviously, you guys caught uh, the flyer that's been rolling out. We're going to New York, Brooklyn Ooh, to be buddy. exact, March 28th, 2020. Holy Sounds crazy saying that already. But it's going to be at the Bell House. If you went to Brooklyn last year, we went to the Bell House and we turned that thing out. Um, we're going to have better guests. We're going to have a better experience. And more surprises make sure you guys stay on the lookout for um the link to buy pre-order you know obviously our solid dudes and patreons will get first access so you need to jump on that so you don't miss this jet ho (laughs) 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 and um also happy new year to the folks since this is our last podcast of the decade before we responsibly go into 2020 uh, and also, uh, get well soon. I mean, he not dying, but he just sick. Uh, DMP was. shout outs to Rob for holding us down this past year. Um, shout outs to all our guests that's been on, uh, this last month and throughout the year. And man, we thank you all for your support, man. This has been a Black Opinions Matter motherfucker.